0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let Me Finish. I am your host, Daniel, joined, as always, by Kevin. Hello. He's actually recording this time. I hit so... record.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's been a week since we last checked in. Bits happened. What's What's been the biggest thing that's
1: happened this week, Kevin? Um, uh, 11 I guess. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That was. Did we record was, after nine eleven? That was last week. Did we record after that? I thought. Oh, yeah, we yeah, recorded after that. Shoot, I guess not much. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow's the vernal equinox, oh. and I, and I watched Mulan. That was that's pretty much it. You know, tomorrow is the day where it's like it's like half light and then half dark or whatever. It's like the balance, and then after that, tomorrow the twenty first of September. It just gets darker and darker over time, progressively.
0: Oh yeah, dude, I've noticed that. It's been getting like dark really early
1: lately. Yeah, how early it is? I always forget how early it starts getting dark. Oh, for real? Like after summer? Like I'm so used to just like you wake up and everything's light, but but now it's like holy shoot! Like gonna be like. You're, like especially here in Washington where like it gets dark at like six PM. I remember like yeah. I would leave work like last year and like it'll just be like dark outside and you're like, Well wow, what the you know? And yeah. It's darker the morning too. Like it's pretty weird. Yeah, dude. It's weird too,
0: because I don't know, once once things gets get dark, I'm usually just like, Okay, day's over But then it's like Yeah, six or seven and you're yeah. just like, Oh shit.
1: I still got There's that weird Daylight Savings Time thing, too, coming up, which I don't know. But I watched Mulan. I watched Mulan yesterday, and I mentioned it because we talked about it before, and uh, the verdict, now that I've seen it. we talked about it without without watching it, because it's $30 to watch it. It's $30 plus the Disney Plus account, I think you have to have, or maybe you can... I think you have to have the account, though, so that's expensive yeah you have to have the account so someone i know bought it or whatever and then we watched it together um and it's not very good it's like it's like all the it's just a cartoon um there's some good scenes and stuff that i liked and i liked some of the just the design and stuff but um the concept of it was like okay i guess not that great and then it, it just feels like it feels like a, a show that could have been good but was just like just done very poorly like, bad execution felt like it was rewritten like 50 times feel like they cut a bunch of stuff out to make like the Chinese government happy and like it just yeah. feels like it, it feels unnatural watching it. it feels like there's a bunch of like 50 year old like, you know, government <laughs> employees like <laughs> going over in a like conference room how to make this acceptable in like a you know market or something. It's just weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It's just just so strange. And they cut out all the music. They cut out all the good characters. They took out like the main points of the story. Um, I made a joke because there's this one part at the end where like there's like the love interest character and in Mulan and they're standing on a bridge and then they like hold hands and then someone was like oh they're gonna kiss and i was like it's a, no one kisses in a communist movie what are you talking about <laughs> and then they just hold hands and then they just walk away from each other and that was it that's it yeah and i was like of course they're not gonna kiss this is this is and then i told them that um communist china was censor the holding hands part in their release of the film because <laughs> that's not allowed either <laughs> like I don't know. It definitely, that's the part of it where it feels unnatural. Just as an American watching it, it's like, oh, this is like a Disney movie, but all the Disneyness is like taken out and it just feels, it felt in a way kind of authentic because I have seen some like Chinese movies that are like dubbed because my producer will watch them. Uh, not dubbed in English, but like dubbed in Vietnamese. So I've watched a few of those and um, it felt pretty authentic compared to like actual like. Chinese movies and stuff, but at the same time, it just, like, all that production value for, like, a story that just feels really limp, and a script that feels like it was just, like, very ham-handedly rewritten, and, like, it doesn't even make sense who this show is for, because it's so, like, childish and, like, silly, some of the, like, it's very corny at many points, but at the same time, it doesn't have, like, the charm that, like, other Disney movies have, it just feels, like, very, like, just just like they tried to do too much and they just landed in this really awkward zone where I, like I really couldn't see like people liking it for the the nature of what it is I, I feel like you know like I even couldn't I don't know I'll be interested to see if like Chinese audiences like it cuz I feel like it's not even that entertaining you know it's like people might watch it in China because it's like a disney film that's you know chinese yeah but, it really doesn't feel like it's very good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just not interesting. They took all the music out, they took the characters out, they took the plot, just made it really, like, boring and very flat. It feels really short. I feel like it was, like, 90 minutes or something. Like, not it's not very good.
0: Yeah, no, I heard that they kind of did, yeah, like, that they just, they kind of just, they, like, took just a lot of stuff from the old one, but, like, just kind of the basic plot points copied yeah. and pasted and then just that was kind of like it
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but they didn't really like expand upon anything
1: yeah i mean so i see here it says like disney's mulan disappoints at china box office and it gets so it got it sounds like it's getting boycotted in hong kong and it's not even doing well in the mainland box office either so it's doesn't sound like it's even and that's that's what i would have predicted after watching it that, like this it just isn't a good film and i feel like this this idea that like disney's like hey we're gonna make a really authentic kind of like chinese cinema uh from mulan it will be really respectful and interesting like culturally like you know pushing boundaries i actually kind of like that and i like watching it and i was like dude they could have actually made this really cool like like a legit like chinese film about mulan that kind of like if i was gonna make that movie i would just shot the whole thing in chinese like that's what i would have done i wouldn't even have yeah like english really yeah. just
0: lean into it
1: i would have just gone yeah i would have gone whole hog and like not like i want china to like it like it's like i don't like that kind of weird shit where they're like hey, gonna make it like for chinese audiences stuff. but i still think like making it like an authentically chinese movie is a kind of a cool idea uh just for the sake of like i'm not talking about like like, this weird communist stuff. Just, like, just China is, like, a, you know... Yeah. Ch- country that's been around for thousands of years. Like, that sort of thing. I kind of, like... Uh, and I feel like it got halfway there, but then it got stuck in this weird, like, oh, but we have to, like, put a bunch of, like, words. It has to be English. We have to have kind of, like, a Disney princess thing going on. And yeah, it's just some corny, like... bunch of, like, words in the script are, like... Part lines from the songs... Or like, oh yeah, we're gonna make men out of you, but then they don't sing that song, and they there's cheap callbacks. Yeah, it's really cheap callbacks and stuff. That's like they thought like maybe in a theater people will like this, and like it just it just like lands so flatly, and it's like dude, I couldn't see people in China liking this because it's just not a good film, and like and it just landed in this really weird zone of like, oh this is like an American film, but it's so Chinese, but then it's also like just kind of an English movie that. Doesn't like landing, it feels really rewritten and like scripted and stuff, in, in just a bad way. So yeah, I don't know. I would say it sucks. It's it's really awful. It's for, for such a good cartoon uh, with so many good values and like so interesting and great music and good talent, and then like just like lands so flat, and it's like damn, what a disappointment, you know. But it's a live-action yeah. Disney film, so I'm used to it. What have you got yeah. going on? Just the regular with
0: school and all that. I just oh, kind of yeah. stopped going to some of my classes though. I wouldn't go to any. Because I was classes. like, like my programming class. I was like, I'm just not going to that thing anymore. There's no uh, point. Yeah. I just I just read the Java documentation. Yeah. I just use that to write my programs, and then that's
1: it. Yeah. Programming class is pretty dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I literally have not opened the textbook once.
1: Oh wow, yeah, textbooks are weird. That's such a weird thing. I remember textbooks; they're like three hundred dollars, and then they're like from the eighties or something. All that stuff. So like, okay, <laughs> it's just stupid. Definitely, it's that's like the It's part.
0: A lot of the professors just don't even work out of it. Like yeah. my math, uh, my math class. I did like calculus uh, last semester, and I was the only one that actually used the uh, textbook. Oh
1: damn! Nothing. Wow, okay, that's pretty bad. I thought that was the weirdest part when I got to, like, college, like, I, because I didn't, like, I don't know, like, some people's parents pay for their college and shit, and, like, that's cool and all, but, like, I my parents weren't, like, involved in any of that, so, like, I remember when I yeah. got to college, and I thought, like, okay, I can pay for the dorms on like grants and like scholar like not scholarship uh those loans this the government loans or whatever so i was like i could do this and then i got to the bookstore and the books are like a thousand dollars for a quarter and i'm like man whoa i didn't know like you have to buy books and it's like this is like robbery i remember my first like two years of school i don't think i like i bought almost any of the books i was just like borrow them from people or like download them like you can you can pirate them online yeah or you get like old editions and stuff off ebay like i was like that kid and seriously that sort of stuff actually is really challenging like at, at school because yeah. like <laughs> it's, they'll they, they sort of do it they try to make it so you can't use old editions in a lot of classes at, at the college i went to so yeah but oh wow. yeah
0: well it's like i told you about that the, pro, the when i was in my uh other English? programming class The dude, this dude, he wrote. It was like the whatever the guy that runs the computer science department. He wrote the textbooks. Yeah. But he, he would just he all he would do he wouldn't change the textbook at all. He would just change the exercises and homework to be different things to be different like programs and stuff. Yeah. And all of our homework was out of the book. Yeah. That was the only way you could figure out the homework. so it was it was literally the same textbook but you would just change the stuff so you would just have to keep buying a new edition
1: yeah i think that's one of the the challenges i i when i I did a programming class i didn't buy any of the textbooks and looking back i probably could have raised my grade at least like 10 percent if i just had like not even the textbook but like just some kind of something (laughs) a textbook yeah, just a textbook, even like an old edition, or just some old like, um, what's that that software programming book that everyone reads from the eighties? I could have just got one of those. Books oh, the and, like, like
0: Brian Kernigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C I could like, have got whatever. Yeah, that one. yeah, I could have <laughs> got
1: one of those old. Um, I was thinking of the one that's by um, Martin George R. R. Martin or something like that. Uncle Bob. But I, I could have got one by just some old book and read it, but I didn't do that. Um, and then I remember, like, all this, like, whenever, uh, God, I don't know, I just do stuff in those classes and be like, how the, how the F do people know this stuff? Like, I don't know, but it's all just <laughs> in the textbook. And it's, like, yeah. it's like, oh, shoot. But yeah, oh, well. Um, yeah, anyways, what else is going on in the news, though? Give us an update.
0: Yeah, news update. I'd say the biggest thing that happened is uh, – uh, the Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, right. uh, which uh, condolences to family and everything. Uh, she was really, I you don't know, she was really really important, uh, especially like she had a lot of women's rights cases that were really important that she uh, that she fought for. So really important, uh, Supreme Court justice. The fortunate thing is that everything's being really politicized around her death because everyone's, everyone's basically just, both sides are basically just fighting about who gets to choose who replaces her. Yeah. And just like immediately it just turned into that.
1: Yeah. She's a very like iconic figure and like, uh, justice. But at the same time, yeah, pretty much as soon as she passed away, I think almost even before she passed away, like, people are just, like, immediately just political, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, who do we put in the seat and all that stuff? It's like, oh, God.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, so Trump Trump wants to uh, nominate someone. He's he's saying that he should have a nomination for a new uh, justice next week. Right. But everyone's saying that because the election is coming up, he should wait to appoint someone until after the election which i don't know whatever i, th- I think really just people people want to just try and minimize the effect that trump is having on things yeah before he gets out which i guess is understandable but at the same time it's like you know he he is the he is currently the president and that is part of what part of one of the things that the president is supposed to do is appoint the Supreme Court justices.
1: So, like, I I don't know if these numbers are right, but this is our our gimmick. So, I think it was something like ninety days for uh, the last Supreme Court justice, Kavanaugh. I think it was something like ninety days for him to get appointed and then confirmed. I think it was like a ninety day stretch. I think so, but there's only like forty five ish days or something. Yeah. Um, before the election. Of course I think Trump after the election would still be in office until like January or something cuz that's when um, Joe well, I mean assuming Joe Biden wins he would Isn't that how it works? I don't know. I feel stupid. But you like presidents they always like start in the next year January. So every president is actually like election year is like in that, that every 4 year, but then they always start in like the odd year after it. So like Yeah yeah so trump was yeah listening. he'll take
0: over in uh, yeah january I think. but we so think of, realistically there is there is time while he's yeah. still president to do this but, but seems, generally i think it's like it's i think dick-moodle. it's generally regarded as bad practice yeah, it's a bit of a dick to like exercise your presidential powers yeah after you've been voted
1: out <laughs> i would say like like I think even if, like, there was, like, 90 days between this and the election, it still looked kind of bad to say, like, okay, we're going to appoint someone and confirm them before the election. It's kind of a tight window there. But then... Oh, yeah, it is. But then to be, like, okay, well, realistic, just based on, like, I think it was 90 days for Kavanaugh, so just assuming the next person has the same sort of, um, uh, like, amount of time to get confirmed like they're gonna go past the election you know trump uh probably will lose based on the polls and then he'll have like another like 45 days of like trying to confirm someone who's like you know what if there's like senate seats that change and stuff like i guess they probably don't start until january too i don't really know how that all works but
0: well yeah that that does i mean i think so when when he appoints someone i think yeah the the. I don't know if it's, I don't know if they just get straight up appointed or I know that like Congress can vote on it.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I don't know. if the, Do they always vote on it? I don't There's know. There's like
1: a judiciary committee. It's been a while right.
0: since I've seen Schoolhouse Rock, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They, whatever, but they, so they can, so they can vote on it, um, still. So I, so basically though, a lot of the members of congress that are opposing it are like yeah but we'll we'll definitely vote on it like you know anyone I, that he appoints
1: i think the senate can push i think it's the senate that confirms so i th- yeah i think the thought is that oh trump will just nominate someone and the, the republicans have like a couple seats in the senate or something past democrats and then they would just like just push it through but i think like okay do you have a theory on this? I'd love to hear your theory on this. What's really going on?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We were talking earlier about how it just feels uh, feels a little bit contrived, you know.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's like yeah.
0: It's like that twist at the end of the season, you know. Everything is yeah. kind of like going crazy. There's a pandemic. Yeah. There's a bunch of protests. Everyone thinks, you know, finally, you know, it's like the. the the, the reign of Trump is coming to an end, and then suddenly the yeah. like, "Oh, here's a twist."
1: Yeah, dude, I would I I wouldn't have been that much more surprised if there was like a plane crash and the whole Supreme Court died. Like, it would be like <laughs> like Trump's like after the election and Trump loses, <laughs> and then he has that stretch of time and he appoints like a whole new Supreme Court. Like that would have been like I would have guessed that for the finale, but this is pretty much just the same thing it seems pretty weird <laughs> but i have this i have this i feel like it i feel like it's like a hail mary type of deal like it feels like um i think trump is pretty um aware i think trump expects to lose and i feel like this is just like a, well i'm gonna lose anyway so i might as well and i don't think that yeah. i feel like even if he appoints someone i don't think that they'll get the confirmation i think he don't appoint- think so yeah, I think he'll appoint someone, it'll get stalled for like a month, the election will happen, um, I think they'll probably lose control of Senate, or they'll lose the president at least, and then um, I think it'll just sort of die out, but I think that's what happens though, I think that he says, hey, I'll appoint the Supreme Court judge, and then people will go out and vote for me because they want my confirmation to go through, so it's sort of like an ante up on, on him winning, like, oh, maybe you don't want to vote for Trump, but you might want this Supreme Court judge. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's sort of like a, I'm going to carry this person on my ticket, almost. It's like Trump, Pence, plus Supreme Court judge.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, whenever... (laughs) You know what this feels like? Is whenever I take my cat to the vet, right?
1: Yeah. put
0: him in his little carrier, and I bring him to the vet. He hates his little carrier, but once he gets there, he doesn't ever want to come out of the carrier. Yeah. So I have to, like, take it and just, like, turn shake it them. upside down and like dump them out just shake the whole <laughs> That's thing pretty funny <laughs> and instead of usually it just kind of drops out onto the uh table uh, but <laughs> but last time he like grabbed onto the sides yeah the, like of the thing so i was shaking him and Did then you? the the vet lady had to like pull him down by his like back feet and he was just yeah. grabbing on everything he could like that's what it feels like right now with Trump. Yeah,
1: that's so you know. True. Wow, he
0: knows that he's gonna be like yeah. in office or anything like that. You know, whatever. Like he knows it. It doesn't look good for him. No, he's just doing everything he can to make it just more difficult. Yeah. To, you I know, feel like this to, uh...
1: this this Supreme Court thing could turn into a real poker chip, though. I would say that this thing of like, oh yeah, I I was. I feel gross saying that but <laughs> if i was trump uh, i this that that's kind of what i would go for i wouldn't even try to confirm a justice because no. i wouldn't give a care about what happens to like the supreme court i would just try to appoint one and then hope that the confirmation gets stalled such that and during the election it's still in flux and then i would try to use that to be like oh people come vote for me because this you know what i'm saying like i would sort of hold this you know halfway confirmed supreme court judge over the head of like constituents to be like you have to you have like if you're a never trumper it's like well now you have to vote for me because you you, now there's like a sort of you know what i mean it's like bait right it's like bait to get these principled voters to be like well we want this constitutional originalist kind of judge so we'll you know bite the bullet and stuff so that's what i would try to do i feel like it's almost like it's getting teed up so if it comes through that there's an appointment but there's no confirmation that confirmation's like lingering i think that that's gonna play in his favor almost i feel like that's gonna be part of it is i like, think it will yeah if if he does get a confirmation before the election i'll be pretty surprised and i think that he'll definitely lose the election anyways but i could definitely yeah. see that being like a, a like a ploy of like oh we'll just well them. yeah yeah well, we'll put someone as if they would fill the seat but then we'll just kind of sit on it and hope that people like turn out just to get the supreme court because people are pretty fucking crazy about this supreme court people stuff. are crazy
0: i think too it's like it, it could even be he could play an angle where you know he appoints it he appoints the new justice but then it doesn't get confirmed because maybe like Senate stalls or something like that. Yeah. he blames Congress for like stalling on stuff, and then you get the people who are always mad about, you know, the government being slow or like stalling things and taking a long time, wasting tax tax dollars and stuff like that. Yeah. And then some of them might get mad and vote for him and stuff because they're yeah. like, oh, just you know. So yeah, yeah. there are angles. That could be played here. I
1: think, I think that Trump, Trump's thing works when he gets people angry. And I think that the, he can definitely use this to get people more angry. And yeah. I do think that that's, that's a concerning thing. Democrats, maybe they can use it to say, like, look, we have to protect Roe v. Wade or whatever. Um, but I don't know if that's really going to play that well. Like, I think that it maybe you get some turnout, but I don't know. I feel like for Democrats they already are going to have turnout based on the fact that people just want to vote against Trump. And I feel like yeah. they, the stakes are higher now, but at the same time, I, I don't know how much people does that really buy in. I definitely see like, you know, them doing this like weird appointment thing and then trying to drag like, you know, people into Trump's tent who wouldn't vote for him anyways, but they just want the Supreme court. So I could I can yeah. kind of see it going that way. It's based on the fact that like, rbg is someone who is more of like a progressive judge so like do you see it as like democrat want to maintain some sort of balance on the supreme court versus like this opportunity to go on offense and i think that you know so i see this as like a defense for the you know i feel like democrats are more on their heels with this than than they would be like you know on offense over it i mean yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think yeah. if it was like if it was more like a constitutional originalist judge who who passed away then it would be more like a okay you know Biden's going to go in there and you know get more progressive judges and stuff like so it would go the opposite direction I feel like.
0: Yeah. So I could see that.
1: But it's sad it's sad that it's so political so quickly, right?
0: I know, yeah, because it's like there just wasn't even you know there wasn't even no one really even took time to Like, some people did take time, too, but it's like, for the most part, it just instantly got turned
1: into a political thing. Yeah, I mean, I could easily have imagined that, like, people were, like, writing these drafts before it actually happened, you know? Like, as sad as it is to to say that, I can totally imagine, like, someone at one of those, like, second-tier newspapers just, like, drafting up what they're going to write about, and like, boom, you know, and then just waiting to push send. Getting ready. Yeah, it's kind of sad, and probably commenting on like the political division and stuff, just anticipating it. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Yep,
0: everything's just like super, super politicized right now.
1: But the election is like almost here. Like it's so close. It's almost like it's really. It's like, right there, dude. Halloween is like a month away. How crazy is that? It's like it's, I know, we're dude. We're coming at the end of September. Here. Halloween even is anything even going to happen for Halloween this year, dude? Uh. That's a good question, honestly. I don't know, man. I feel like the COVID thing, I'm really not sure what's going on here. The vaccine thing seems like it's actually not that far out. But at the same time, I don't know, the closer the vaccine gets, there's, there's, there's. I do hear kind of like an ominous sort of murmuring of like, well, we're going to get a vaccine, but nothing's going to happen. And I kind of could see that because, you know, it takes a lot of time to like actually, you know, get people vaccinated and like, Oh make yeah. Available and
0: like, I know. don't, I just, I've never really thought that the vaccine was going to be all that game yeah. changing. Yeah. Because yeah, like you said, it, it takes a long time to develop it, to start then. Yeah. You have to make, you have to mass produce it because the thing about it is that even if they produce a vaccine, that's like, you know, like a handful of vaccines in a lab somewhere. Yeah. Now they have to take that and they have to send it somewhere where they can mass produce it,
1: yeah.
0: you know, and make millions of these vaccines, which takes time. And then, and not just to make them, but to get the uh, proper equipment set up to make it a proper, you know, everything with it, with it. And then you have to distribute it.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's like, and then you have to vaccinate everyone. So it's like a whole process that realistically, I don't think the COVID-19 vaccine is really going to have much effect on COVID-19 what the experts have always have been saying for a while is that more what they're doing is they're trying to develop a vaccine for COVID-19 so then what they can do is they can start developing vaccines for other possible like forms of COVID like COVID-20, COVID-21 or whatever you know just the, the next thing that might
1: pop up yeah for sure I think, um, I'm kind of just checking right now on how many, oh, it's actually hard to find us, but I'm trying to look up, uh, oh, heart, that's weird, you can't find that. Um, I was gonna look up how many tests they're doing in my state, and I was just gonna say, like, okay, in my county, it looks like they do, like, around 6,000 tests a day, but, um, to imagine all those tests were vaccinations. So like, imagine you were just doing like 6,000 vaccinations a day. And then, yeah. yeah and it says, um, it says since late June, we averaged over 10,000 tests per day. Um, <laughs> I guess that's not really true though. Um, uh, oh, it's the whole state. Okay. So let me see. Um, let me look up my state's population. I just want to put this in perspective. So, population. So imagine that my state, Washington, was doing 10,000 vaccinations every day, and we have a population of 7.6 million. So 7.6 million divided by 10,000, how many days does it take us to get vaccinated? 760. Wait, what? what? Are you doing that right? Really? That's pretty long. Seven. That's like, that's like two years. It? How long? How how many? What was the seven, population again? We're, now we're doing math live. This is embarrassing. Seven. <laughs> I, this is like a dream. Seven point six mil, right? Seven point six mil, ten thousand divided uh, by day. ten thousand.
0: Yeah, seven hundred sixty.
1: So it would take us like uh, like two years to actually vaccinate everyone in Washington. Of course, I think like yeah. you don't you don't need to vaccinate like a hundred percent. But can you look up what percent you need for herd immunity? I guess there's probably not going to be, like, a simple answer to that, but uh, I go to Google Herd. This podcast is brought to you by Google. Uh, (laughs) So I'm looking up Herd Immunity Cutoff, and it says... I wanna know Herd
0: immunity threshold could be as low as forty three percent.
1: So forty-three percent of seven point six million go. I think that's a little
0: bit different though. That's that's well yeah, I mean, but I'm sure that, that probably applies close to
1: the like f- vaccine. Let's go to like so you forty percent. So point four times seven hundred and six. So okay, this one is saying you need about sixty percent. Sixty percent. Okay, I'll change my equation. So, I'm just saying 60% of 760 days is still 456 days. So, we're saying, like, if we were vaccinating the same number of people that were testing per day, and, you know, testing is not, like, a function of, like, how many people want to get testing. It's more like, how many can we actually test, you know, based on, like, resources. Yeah. So, just assuming we could do the vaccine. But you probably couldn't, because vaccines, I don't think you could, you know... Could you administer it in, you know, a drive-through kind of way that they do with the testing? Not really sure that's a best idea. But also, more people probably will want a vaccine than people who want to get tested. Maybe you'll have, like, you know, more input. But can you really manage the throughput is what I'm saying. So just imagine it took us a year to actually have, like, 60% of Washington vaccinated. But it sounds like it would be, like, 50% actually over a year if we were, like, vaccinating 10,000 people a day. So... I'm just saying, vaccine. I don't know the
0: vaccine. I don't think the yeah, like like we've said, the COVID nineteen vaccine is not going to be the game changer or anything. But really. there's
1: this narrative. I feel like ever since spring, that oh, we're just going to hibernate for a little while. The vaccine's going to come out, and we're going to go back to normal. But I think that that's just not true. Like the, no, the, like things just aren't going to really. I feel like my. I don't know. Have I cracked my theory on here before? My theory that I tell only the people that I know is that I think that after November, it's all just going to disappear and it's going to be very strange, but it's just going to disappear. I think that there'll still be like health. I think there'll still be health precautions and stuff, but it'll just kind of like fade off really fast because it's just my feeling. And I also think that COVID itself, is just kind of, kind of like, as 2020 ends, it's just going to go away on its own. <laughs> That's kind of what I think is going to I can't explain why I feel like that, but I feel like... It's just a gut it, feeling. Yeah, I feel like it's just going to sort of just go away on its own. Is I this don't a Pizzagate thing? Well, I don't think that we're going to get a <laughs> vaccine. No, but, well, I don't think so. But I think that we're not going to get like a vaccine and it's just going to go away like that sort of like... There's like that the hero's journey story of COVID that it's just gonna go on till we have science and it's gonna get cured and it's gonna go yeah. away and all. Like I, I don't think all that stuff's gonna happen. I think that like most things in life, uh, you're just not gonna hear about it anymore after a while. Just like I think so. It's just like a Ebola crisis. Like you'll hear about it constantly every day yeah. from everyone you know, and it'll be in the news like 24 seven, even if it's outsized to the actual danger that it represents. And then suddenly one day it'll just kind of go away. And it's not really suddenly, yeah. it's actually just like, it'll be number two story, and it'll be number three, and it's number four. I mean, well, always, it's already, yeah, yeah it it's used already to have,
0: starting to decline exactly. popularity or whatever.
1: Yeah, fucking exactly. So like, I, Twitter used to have a whole tab that was like, trending, next to trending, COVID-19. And if you've noticed, it says trending, and now the second tab next to trending, at least for me on my app, is uh, uh, US elections. And then, like, yeah, and that, and there's no COVID 19 tab anymore. And I feel like there's already sort of this one two, like, tangle of like, okay, the story is starting to go down. I think it's people's awareness of it starts to sort of diminish, and it's sort of availability in like your brain. Of like, your brain has this thing called availability where, like, if you see like uh, a story about a plane crash, you think that plane crashes are common, but they're not. I think that we're yeah. gonna have the same sort of phenomenon where, like, want, as soon as COVID sort of drops off of the news and like off of like social media, uh, and it's less prevalent, people will start thinking, "Well, it's not as common," um, and it's honestly not. Like, our, our percentage of tests that are positive here is like two percent, apparently. And I thought it was ten percent because I'd seen that it was ten percent in um, New York at some point, and I thought, "Well, in Seattle, I bet it's like ten percent." Uh, And I'm talking about, like, how many tests they administer and how many are, like, positive out of that. And I just Googled it, and in Seattle, or actually in our entire county, it's 2%. And I'm like, I would not have guessed that. I would have, from all the news and all the the time that it gets, I would have thought it's 10%. So I'm just saying, like, I think that, I'm not saying, like, the pandemic's over. I'm just saying that, like, once it sort of drops out of, like, this sort of public, you know, top of mind cognizance, I think that it's just kind of like go away on its own. And I I think that's just like, and I don't mean like go away. I just mean like, it's just going to continue as downward trajectory, at least in my state that it's been on for a long time. And it's not going to be like there's a vaccine or something. It's just kind of, you know, move on. And I I think that, you know, I, I think that this is something that happens regardless. But I think that after the election, after it becomes like something that is like, it's become a bit of a political football. I think we have to like acknowledge that. I, I think once that's sort of gone, it's just gonna kind of follow its course, and people are gonna stop caring, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree. Cause it, yeah, I, I think that, and I think, yeah, there, there will be probably cases for a while, but oh it's yeah, just not gonna be as I huge. think there's
1: gonna be a long, long tail on this thing. But at yeah. the same time, I don't think it's possible for us to try to quarantine our way out of the tail this is sort of when a. if you have like a distribution once you get out to like 95 percent of the distribution and that five percent could go on for like 10 years like it's yeah that's just a thing so eventually you will have vaccine and that's what's very
0: difficult to eradicate
1: sure yeah eventually yeah eventually you'll have a vaccine and that's when things will probably you know cut off but i think by the time we get a vaccine and people are getting it this thing's already going to be, at least in my state, based on our, you know. And I looked at a few other states, and they don't look good. I mean, the, the number of cases in, like, Illinois looks pretty bad. But in, in Washington State, like, it's pretty slowing down. So, I mean, we'll you see. You already had it. <laughs> yeah, it's because it, I think we were, like, one of the first states to, like, get really COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had some of the first cases. So, I definitely think in our state, it's turning it's down. Some of these other states... Uh, I was just looking at, look like they're, they're coming for their second wave or whatever, but, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, that's what I think. Someone asked me like, oh, do you think that like the whole world's going to change after this? And I said, no way. (laughs) Like, like people think like, oh, life is so different now. It's never going to go back to normal. And I'm like, are you stupid? Like things change really slowly and gradually over time. Like, we used to, like, ride horses, and now we drive cars, but that didn't just happen, like, overnight. There was, like, all these no. iterations. Yeah, like, like, those what are those things called? This T, uh, Model T or whatever, you know, and all that stuff. You know, the th- gradually things will change, but, you know, if something happens and people are forced to, like, order Uber Eats every day, like, that's not a change that's going to be, like, you know, resilient. That's going to just go away once the circumstances change. Like, things yeah. are going to... I think things are going to revert back to almost exactly how they were before because change that happens really fast isn't resilient and it's just going to change really fast back the way it was as soon as you yeah. know, restrictions are lifted. you know And I already see that where like, the traffic right now in Seattle is mental. And I have no idea where people are going because most people are working from home, right? But at right? the same time, the traffic is... It's the same here, like- dude. It's like rush hour, you know, and on the weekends, just trying to like, you know, go across town to like pick up something, yeah. And like, it's mental amount of traffic. It's crazy how much traffic there is right now. Like, it, yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, so. it's
0: it's so weird.
1: Well, and yeah. I think like
0: I think that there's gonna be some lasting consequences. I think things like, sure, maybe I think people there's you're gonna see a little bit more like working from home in jobs where it makes sense to work from home a little right. bit or something. For sure. Or, like, you know, me and my wife have talked about it, where she's worked, she, she used to work in office, you know, the full 40 hours a week. Yeah. But now they're doing just, like, one day work from home and then four days in the office. And I we talked about it, and we're like, you know, it might just kind of stick. That might just kind of stick. Right. But that's not, like, a completely world-changing thing, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, little things like that might stick a little bit and eventually down the road that might morph into something else but no i i don't i think that it's just when you're really deep into something like this and you're surrounded by you're just you're in this environment we've been in this environment yeah of this is what life is like for the past like 6 months plus you know it's hard to it's hard to see hard to remember what it was like before this
1: yeah i think i think a year from now there's gonna be you know special like hazmat waste sites that are just full of like billions of face masks like i think that as soon as we get far enough away from this and especially after the election and things are less polarizing i mean people are just gonna like just switch this thing over and just move on to the next thing like really fast so i don't know some people won't want to hear that and they'll think like no this is we're all doing this for good reason and it's like i get it but at the same time like i don't know at some point i'm just saying like (laughs) at some point everyone's just gonna suddenly stop caring about this and then yeah it's like when there's a really funny like meme or like a social cause that has a lot of attention and then suddenly the next day there's just a better meme or there's just a different cause and like yeah. you know it all goes away of Australia <laughs> like <laughs> I just say, yeah. you can feel it already happening right you can feel the winds are starting to change and like yeah I, I see a lot of news stories, and I could be wrong about this next week I see a lot of stories that are like oh look it's flu season things are about to get worse but at the same time, when I when I look for just for my county, I look at our like our data for our COVID trends. Uh, it's just gone so far down that it's like I don't know, man. Like I feel like the the numbers are going to keep going down, and then eventually we're, the, the election's going to happen. There's not so much political uh, gravitas uh, in the moment, and then it's going to just be like okay we're going to kind (laughs) of just scuttle this away, you know, and there'll be a vaccine and they'll say, Oh, there's a vaccine. And like, no one will have taken it, but they'll say, well, it's out there. So whatever. Yeah. You know, like suddenly it's just not going to matter. So I don't know. I think, I do think a lot of this is like an availability uh, like heuristic where we're just inundated so much with it that we think, okay, this is, you know, such a top of mind issue And at the same time, you know, as soon as people don't treat it that way mentally, I think that they're just going to have different sort of decisions. Those decisions of like, I'm going to wear a mask when I'm outside and I'm going to wash my hands for 30 seconds. I think that those decisions aren't actually going to be persistent, even if the risk doesn't really mitigate a lot. Just the fact that people aren't exposed to thinking about it. Those things aren't going to stay because they aren't doing. Yeah. You aren't washing your hands for thirty seconds because of the risk. You're just doing it because you keep thinking about it. So, uh, I'm yeah. just saying, people like all those decisions. Even though those are, those are good things to do, people aren't going to do them because they don't no. want to. <laughs> well, then,
0: I've already seen it where people aren't doing that. It's like what well, in uh, I, I told you about how uh, a couple months ago I was visiting uh, my folks. Uh, they lived there right by uh, right by Portland and no one there was wearing a mask like straight sure, I went to the, it was in it was in Vancouver just just in Washington and I went to the like Safeway or whatever it was just like regular like wow. there was the same amount of people no one was wearing a mask they're just whatever people were just doing their thing yeah. no one, it was already people are just like whatever you know just like it was I don't know it was yeah. crazy though it was like yeah
1: Totally it's already like, there,
0: where people are just kind of like, eh, whatever, who cares. I totally feel it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and my, I think what makes my bet kind of dangerous is that I'm saying, like, even people who, like, do so, all the sort of people who, like, are, are very cautious, I think even those people who are on the, the upper end of, of caution yeah. around it, I even them are going to just sort of just, as soon as this thing isn't something that's talked about, they're just gonna slide down to the the middle range where it's like, well, we're masculine inside, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. You know, like everyone's just gonna slide back really. Like we got here pretty fast, and I think we're gonna go back really fast. And I can feel it yeah. coming pretty. Fast. And, and I don't have any data for this, but uh, the numbers are low. The election the will go by. Too. Yeah, I mean,
0: well, because this isn't the first time there's been a global like pandemic or anything. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah, I like, think
0: it, there was. Like I don't know, it's happened before. Yeah. And people forgot about it.
1: Yeah. I think that the I think the legacy of like the leadership we had during the pandemic and all of the fumbles and stuff, that's gonna be what people remember. Yeah. But the actual like the medical side of things people I don't think are gonna even, you know.
0: No. Well and eventually it. too, if you think about it, you know eventually everyone who was alive during the COVID pandemic is going to die. Yeah. And then there will be no one left alive that was alive during the pandemic. And so they won't have any kind of, you know, they won't have it at all in their mind, you know? Yeah.
1: It'll repeat itself. There you go. Yeah. Hey, give us a light item before we wrap up. Give us a, like a r slash news or a Twitter Thing. <laughs> Our slash
0: news or Twitter thing?
1: We dug ourselves into a hole here and we could we climb did. out. <laughs> we go mope oh, no. for the rest of the day after this.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I guess in good news, TikTok is uh, not banned. Got picked up by Oracle oh, and Walmart. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I, you couldn't I, download
1: it after today or something. Oh, uh, really? Uh, no, I mean, I read that, like, days ago. That would be- oh, yeah. No, I don't know.
0: Well, because, so, yeah, so Oracle got a deal for cloud computing with them or something, and Walmart, I think, has partial ownership.
1: That's so weird.
0: So, yeah. Overall, between the two of them, they bought, like, a 20% stake in the company, which I guess is enough to brush this away. It was all a whole, it was all a big, you know, yeah. kind of political show anyway it makes it no sense never,
1: uh, it makes no sense right like i don't even understand like I have the no tiktok idea. ban to yeah begin I, with? I don't understand the ban yeah. i don't understand walmart investing in tiktok which they know nothing about and then like i understand how this like oh walmart owns seven percent of tiktok therefore eh, no ban it's like yeah. why were you yeah. banning them in the first place then like what it
0: doesn't make any sense yeah, I just don't really understand why, like, unless there was some kind of legitimate, you know, proof of some kind of spyware or some kind of data collecting that's like super fishy being done by China. But the thing about it is anyway, you know, every, every app collects data, every site collects data, There's, you know, everyone's collecting data on you anyway. Yeah, it's not anything unique. It was just, you know, it, it really is. It's just a whole political show because it was China.
1: Yeah, this sort of stinks of the sort of like nationalistic thing that China would do, where they would ban Facebook. Yeah, and they would. Just I think have it their was social networks and stuff.
0: Yeah, one. Well, I think maybe it was partially, you know, partially that with Trump trying to, yeah, be like you know, nationalist, and I think he was maybe maybe it was part of his him trying to win people over for the election. You know, he kind of makes a whole big deal about China. we got to beat China. He starts kind of this whole, like, trade war with them. He bans TikTok. And then that makes... And then, he, you know, he builds up this, like, nationalist sort of feeling in Americans. Yeah. Uh, this sentiment. And then he paints himself as, you know, the Tough only on one that's China. fighting He's the one against China, on you know. China. So if you want, if you love, so if you love America, then you have to hate China, and so you have to love Trump because he loves America and hates China. That's you know, I think a that's
1: false dichotomy. That's what that's. Called. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think he was just trying to build up this nationalist sentiment so that he would look like some kind of hero fighting China.
1: Hmm. I never liked the band because I felt like it was too much like we were copying China. It was like a, something yeah. out of their playbook of like, hey, instead of competing with TikTok, with you know Instagram, which ripped off those features. Um, and I'm pretty sure if we just went forward like three months, I feel like Instagram's TikTok features would just eat TikTok alive. And TikTok would... Oh, yeah. It was going to end up the way Snapchat was going to end up. But I feel like this idea of like, instead of just... Or, a, yeah. Instead of just any any app like that? Yeah, instead of just competing with them and letting them, you know, pull a vine on themselves, they would. Um, <laughs> we're just going to ban them and you know try to you know do all this weird. Um, what do you call it? Like I call it like financial engineering or like corporate uh, architecture of Walmart's going to buy this part and Oracle's going to run this yeah. you know, Fender deal and. All this weird engineering that I feel like is, like, we should just be competing with, you know, international products like this instead of, like, trying to – this is such a weird thing. This doesn't feel like an American thing to, like – It feels
0: like some kind of weird cold era kind of bullshit. Yeah, it does feel like that. It's like the Red Scare or something all over again.
1: It's a very weird thing. And I don't like it that we're doing something that just sounds to me, ironically, very Chinese that we're going to – yeah ban this product until our country can take some ownership of it and it's like well i don't know man like why don't we just make a better product uh which i'm pretty sure yeah. zuckerberg zuckerberg will do that eventually like just give him time yeah i don't think tiktok is the app that's gonna take down instagram i think that they would eventually just get swallowed no i think whole, tiktok
0: you know, is kind of one of those like it gets really hot but it's not gonna it's not really gonna stick around that long no you know, oh, maybe a little yeah. bit here and there, but it's people are going to get tired of tired of it. No, eventually. people are
1: bored, and the, the TikTok is like the distraction. People for are
0: yeah, people are already moving on from it. Like so one of those like uh, one of those, whether the girl that's like the two sisters that are really popular on there, one of them even left TikTok and went to some other app already.
1: Yeah, I mean they're going to go where the money is, and I think that another part of this people shouldn't forget is that. Um, once things are you know opening back up, kind of going back to like that long tail, and like you know, as we move on to the next thing, and people things will change. Sort of in my prediction, rapidly back to the way they were at some point, point. Uh, and I think that people are not going to spend as much time on apps. I think people are like, yeah. wow, we're spending so much time on screens and stuff, and this is just how things are, and you should buy Netflix, and people are going to be binge watching, and they're conditioned to do it. I don't think it's true. I think that like as soon as as soon as people have options to go to movie theaters and stuff, I mean, they're going to go racing back in there, you know. Yeah. The, I bet that when when the theaters reopen in uh, Washington, I think it's going to be sold out for like a month. and It's going to be impossible to even go. <laughs> you know. Yeah. that's what well, I people think. People get you
0: get really do just you get tired of, you know, not having the like face-to-face social interaction and actually going outside instead of, yeah, staring at one screen or another.
1: Yeah, people are going to, yeah, and I think that that's another thing. People are really going to just turn back to doing events and going outside, doing things. I think that, I I wouldn't be surprised, I'm I'm getting way out over my skis here, but I wouldn't be surprised if um, we see just a depression in, like, technology and all these, like, these K-recovery stocks or like, the K-shaped recovery is like, they say, like, oh, you know all these technology and like these sort of durable stocks that can work in like covid economy are like going up and then all these other sort of like regular players are going down so the average looks like the economy is bouncing back but it's not really mm-hmm. it's just like it's like all the regular stuff is just depression but then you have all these like tech you know sort of things that are propping up like the the averages um but uh, anyway i just say that to say that um i wouldn't be surprised if when the country does open up you get like an inverted k where like people are like hey these tech stocks are really volatile it's stupid to have them at all these valuations and they're going to start coming back down and then people start going back to like pg and all that stuff so i don't know i'm way out over my skis on this one but i don't think that we're going to see a irreversible change in in our economy or our culture i think that like I think we'll go into a no. recession for sure, but I think that, um, you know, but we're not going to leap 10 years into the future. We're going to snap back to, like, <laughs> 2020 really fast.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I just think people just, I think part of it, too, is just people will get tired of being constantly on the apps and yeah. <clears throat> the apps and everything. Yeah. So it's just, they're going to want to do something like go outside or. Do something not, not related to all all of that.
1: Oh yeah, for That's sure. It's gonna
0: be like because on the one extreme, all you can do it's it's just they're basically bouncing between extremes. It's like people are just so all they can do is apps right now. They're gonna be really tired of it once yeah. things open up. They're just gonna be like, I don't even want to open my phone. Yeah. You know.
1: Just to illustrate this, I went to like a big five the other day. You know what a big five is? <laughs> yeah. So I th- I mentioned that to someone. And they were like, what's Big Five? I have no idea what that is. And I was like, God. so <laughs> made me angry that they didn't know what a Big Five is. Because I used to get those coupons all the time in the mail for Big yeah. <laughs> Five. So I went to like a Big Five. There's a Big Five like really close to where I live. Um, and I was shocked because I'd never gone there. And Not like I'm a Big Five person. But I just was like, oh, this is like a regular store here. And I went and they were like open. And like I went inside and they have all the stuff there. And the store is like packed with like sporting stuff and like it's mm-hmm. actually like i think a lot of people have shopped there because they're like out of weights they're out of um you know some of the sporting equipment they were sold out of and then like but they had so much inventory and i was just like damn i totally forgot what this feels like because i just been buying like you know stuff on amazon like i bought like yeah apparel like activewear i bought like you know soccer ball volleyball uh, camping gear i bought so much stuff on amazon that like Going into Big Five and buying like like badminton rackets, I was like, "This is such a weird experience for me right yeah. <laughs> now." It just feels so strange. It's nice though, like. But it's it was kinda, nice. It's nice though, I like. Yeah. I like
0: it. I like because I don't know. There, I feel like there is like a specific. Uh, there's just a, uh, just shopping online, and buying stuff online. It has just a completely different feeling than actually buying stuff in a store.
1: Yeah. You know, I think especially.
0: When it when it even when it like ships to you, you have it like you know physically, but it, it doesn't have I don't know, it doesn't have the same effect as when you like are at a store and you pick up the thing and you actually yeah. take it to the register and buy it.
1: I think there's a, a false sense of uh, of like frugality to when I shop online where I always think oh I'm getting a good price because I'm buying this online, uh, and then I go to the store. It's like damn, actually the prices at the store are like. Like lower than online, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not really. I feel like, like, oh, when I go to the store, you're paying for like the inventory, you're paying for you know associates, you're paying for like all these things that come with the upfront costs, like having a parking lot, having like lights and stuff. When you should buy buying online, you're just buying for the product. But I feel like um, that's not really true. Like looking at prices of things oh, yeah. in the store, I'm like, oh, this is like cheaper. But I would never know because it's, it's being think... five. They don't... <laughs> yeah. Did they have a I website? Think maybe I maybe at one know. point. Yeah. I don't know. I've never
0: gone to a big five website. <laughs> <What> but, uh, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think partially too. you know, online shopping. I think online shopping used to definitely be a lot cheaper. Even for like, obviously it's cheaper to buy like cheap stuff, the cheap shitty products. But like for actually buying legitimate products, I think it was cheaper online at one point because they kind of, it kind of had to be to compete but now that people are like seen as a legitimate way to buy stuff it's, it's
1: starting to balance
0: out and it's not as cheap
1: anymore yeah it really doesn't feel that way i, I just looked up Big bigfive.com it's like 2012 on a website it's like, yeah. I, ironically their website feels exactly like that coupon flyer that would come to my house yeah like,
0: I, um, I can see it like,
1: how do these guys find me? It's just Big Five, like every single week. You can always depend on Big Five and um, there's, just like, or whatever. Which one? Remember Bimart. Bimart dude, Beimart's so weird. I didn't understand what Bimart is. Wasn't there like a like a membership or model or something there? Like you had to be It's in a so weird. Or it's something? like
0: It was like Walmart. If it was, if it had a, a membership like Costco. Yeah. There's some kind of
1: membership fee, right? Or maybe
0: it's even more almost like a, it, it felt even more like it had like a big lots of Ive or something like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, big yeah. lots
1: too. My dad would always think it's the big lots. And I was like, dude, I effing hate this store. But when I got a little <laughs> bit older, I would go there and be like, dude, this place is so cool. Yeah. Like, you know, I went
0: maybe, to a big lots not too long ago. And It's like, nice. You could find a lot of I weird stuff there.
1: It just feels like you're like a deprecated. Yeah products you know sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think that we covered it i think um i think
0: we did i think we ran yeah, time think, there so i think we ran out of things to talk about because we're talking about buy martin and <laughs> well, <laughs> like a bunch of boomers best. now <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what those are
1: i'm surprised those are even in business when i saw big five i was like what like, it's yeah. right next to where I live, and I've never even gone there, and, like, damn. But it's a cool store. I saw some guns there. I was thinking about buying a gun, but I was like, eh, I don't know. But like, uh, there's too much stuff involved in buying a gun. Like, like, the gun, the permit stuff, just ammo, and, yeah, like, a case for the gun, all these things. Just
0: the a whole thing. It's
1: like, eh, it's such a whole thing, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I kind of, like, I was thinking, I was like, man, it'd be kind of cool to, like, own some, like, interesting guns and stuff, you know? Like like ones that are like i don't know kind of like the like mechanically interesting sort of ones yes that are like an interesting you know they have an interesting way of like actually operating and stuff but i ended up just instead i just like started getting into lockpicking a little bit oh yeah i was like I, don't know, I was like it's got the same sort of like mechanical interesting side of it yeah it's just so much simpler to just have, like, a lock pick set and pick some locks rather than, like, have to go through the process of buying a yeah, gun. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't want to do all the other stuff, too. I'm sure you're aware of, like, cleaning it, taking it apart and stuff. Like, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. You no. Know, I wanted to get, like, a bolt action, like, like rifle or something. Like, it's it's kind of holding crappy. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's more of like a boyish thing than anything else. It's just like, a, you know, because he had guns when you were a kid as toys. So yeah. Like, oh, gosh, just buy a real gun because I can do it. But it's like, it so much commitment.
0: Yeah. It's it's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. If you really want to get into it, it's just, you know, and then there's like the safety side of things. You gotta like, yeah. find a good way to secure it and everything.
1: And realistically, there's like probably no way. Like you gotta buy
0: ammo. It's really hard to find ammo right now. There's like a yeah. huge ammo shortage because yeah. of the pandemic.
1: Oh. Wow. And Plus, I would have to like go to places that are not really close to Seattle. I think to shoot. I don't think there's much shooting range like in Seattle. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like a pointless waste of money now. But guns are so cheap. Yeah. When I look at it, I'm like, it's so cheap. Like, you can find some definitely some cheap ones. Oh yeah.
0: no! I always thought I remember like when I was like a kid. I always thought guns would be like super expensive. You know, mm. like buying a gun would be
1: like buying like a car or something. Mm. Like an iPhone costs more than like than like a Like a bad last year's model iPhone is like more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> like a gun. That's <laughs> like that's what's so weird. I was like, oh, let do this, but oh well. yeah. So I was at big five, and I saw their gun section. I was like, it's oh, a good gun, but I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I can't.
0: Do that. Uh, oh, it'll we'll always be there if you ever decide to.
1: One day, if I move to like Texas or something, I'll do it. Yeah, but yeah. My move to California, <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's
0: just gonna make it way harder.
1: <laughs> Yo, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Don't know, man. All right. Old. Do we do a wrap up thing? You'll edit wrap up. To put it at the. You'll, you'll cut all that gun stuff, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll uh, well, cut that out. Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay, uh, here's the, the exit. Thanks for listening and Let Me Finish. And follow us on Facebook and YouTube, and you can check us out on Spotify, Google Play Music. Uh, <laughs> Google Play Music. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Google Play Music. Is <laughs> they, are they even still... Every time I lo- open up my Google Play Music app, it just tries to send me to um,
1: YouTube Music. YouTube Music, and then you go. Like, no, I don't want to go. I still don't understand what YouTube Music is. It's like it's YouTube, but there's music. It's like what do you mean it's YouTube then? I don't <laughs> like, know, dude. You can check this out on um, iTunes. Please leave us a five star review if you like what you heard, and, please, um, yeah, please, because we we have three stars. <laughs> and, <laughs> And, uh, and check us out on the Reddit. So, if you can find us there. Or let us know yep. if there's a Reddit page or something. Yeah. If you <laughs> can find a Reddit page for us, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> they have pages on Reddit, I'm pretty sure. Um, and uh, check us out on the Facebook group. Uh, let me finish pod. So, there you go. Take us out. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for taking us out. That was great.
0: <laughs>